I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, joined by Democratic Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett. Welcome to the show. Hey, Ben, it's good to see you. <laughs> I should say welcome back, because of course we had you on when you were in the Texas House of Representatives speaking truth to power then. And now I got a lot to discuss, and it's always great seeing you at the committee hearings, at the House Oversight Committee, just telling it like it is. This is some of the chaos we're seeing in the MAGA Republican Party. This is um, Republican or MAGA Republican Mike Lawler from New York just yesterday saying this about the other MAGA Republican, Matt Gates. Play this clip. Matt Gates is, uh, frankly, a vile person. All right. He's not somebody who's willing to work as a team. He stands up there, he grandstands, he lies directly to, to folks. He's, he's almost fully understands that he, the next logical leap is that he's a part of the party that does that every day. But this is chaos they're creating and you're pointing it out. Did you ever imagine when you'd be in the House of Representatives, this is what, this is what it would be like? I, absolutely not. Um, you know, you talked about coming back to the show, right? Like I was hiding out from an arrest warrant uh, the last time that we had a one on one. So I don't know that I really imagine anything could be more dramatic from the MAGA Republicans than trying to arrest their opposition who simply wanted to make sure that this country started to live up to its promise and made sure that everyone had equal access to the ballot box. Now, we have a speaker that's been kicked out and Matt Gates has been blamed for it. But let me be clear, there is plenty of blame to go around to all of the Republicans, even Lawler. Lawler says, well, it's Matt Gates. No, no, no. Lawler, you know what type of district you're in. You know that that is a seat that a Democrat should have. And the reality is that when we look at your voting record, it looks very similar to the other extreme MAGA Republicans in the house so you don't get a pass and kevin mccarthy sorry but you will never be a nancy pelosi i know that you thought you were better than but as they say you effed around and you found out yeah it ain't easy to be speaker it's not one of those cutesy little things it takes real skill and it actually takes strategy two things that mccarthy is inept of in addition to being able to count, which is another thing that we have determined since day one that he was unable to do. What do you think about MAGA Republican Jim Jordan, who chairs the Judiciary Committee? His name and Steve Scalise have been floated as uh, potential replacements. And right now, the behind closed doors chaos is them duking it out. Scalise, who says that he is a more palatable version of David Duke and Jim Jordan, who covered up sexual abuse at the Ohio State University. And we've seen the compelling testimony of victims saying how Jim Jordan called and harassed and threatened them not to come forward with the abuse they suffered. I mean, that, that's their two top choices right now. This tells you everything that you need to know about the Republican Party. <laughs> I mean, think about it like this. Each district is approximately 766,000 people, almost a million people that we represent. And you have 435 representatives. And on the Republican side, you have well over 200 representatives. And the best two that they could find are a guy that covered up sexual abuse, which, hey, this absolutely makes sense why Trump decided that that would be his guy, right? Like the guy who's just been found liable of sexual 
abuse. Right. So that guy, or we've got to go with the other guy who loves to pal around with David Duke. And for those who don't know who David Duke is, he racist, racist, think KKK. That is David Duke. This is who the Republican Party has to offer the American people. This is their creme de la creme. And we wonder why our country is crumbling in front of our eyes. You know, one of the things about these oversight committees, the House Oversight Committee you sit on and some of the other committees that we highlight here, I think it's so important that we show the American people facts and evidence and what's really going down because clearly legacy media is not doing it and they're letting people like Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise, Kevin McCarthy, Lawler get away with it. And this was just from earlier today. I want to show you this from the biggest disinformation purveyor out there, Fox, but here's what they had to say about um, the reason why we don't have military generals and ambassadors confirmed. I think you could probably guess they blamed it on Biden and Democrats, even though they're the ones blocking it. Here, play play the clip. Happened. He has set the tone for a lack of response, lack of Senate-confirmed elected officials, because at the time of the attack, the United States had no confirmed ambassadors to Israel, to Kuwait, to Oman, to Egypt, and more. The top human rights envoy position the Assistant Secretary of State for Democracy, Human Rights and Labor, that has been unfilled for the entirety of the Biden administration. USAID has not had a top Middle East official in nearly three years. So whatever we hear from Biden in an hour, note that those in place are not in contrast to maybe public position. We are well equipped and will lead a response worthy of these atrocities. I wonder who, because the people in those positions mm -hmm. are interim. They are not equipped and they are not Senate confirmed. And the so Congresswoman, they remove their speaker, blame the Democrats. They block the military confirmations, the MAGA Republicans. They blame President Biden and the Democrats. It just seems like a group of sociopaths to me. Oh my God, they're just liars. I will say that there was a little bit of um, reality in what was just played. Um, number one, it is true that there's these vacancies. So that is the only truth that was conveyed in that clip is that there are these vacancies. But let's talk about Rand Paul. Um, Rand Paul is in the Senate and these confirmations come through the Senate and Rand Paul has not wanted to confirm these ambassadors to these very crucial Middle East countries because of COVID-19 issues that he has, right? Like that that's his issue. And then we have all been talking about to reveal, Alabama do better. Y'all had better, y'all need to go back to better. Do better. To reveal absolutely refuses to make sure not only that we're looking at what does defense look like abroad, but even defense for our own country. I mean, when we talk about enemies, I need people to understand we have those enemies that are foreign, but we also have those that are domestic. And unfortunately, they are actually in positions of power and they are tearing us down. America is not as strong as it needs to be right now of all times, simply because we have ignorant, chaotic people that refuse to do their jobs. They want to have a talking point and they want to blame it on Biden because they want to keep people in the dark. But I need people to wake up. Yes, I'm saying wake up, stay woke. The thing that they don't want y'all to do, because so long as you are awake, then you will fully see what is happening. And what is happening is that the Republicans and the MAGAs, they are the ones that are tearing us apart.
One of their talking points is always about the border. Um, you're from Texas. You're from a border state. And what MAGA Republicans always do is they do those performative trips to the border where they act like they're doing, they roll up their sleeves and they go, how bad is this situation? And I think we can all reflect that it requires a solution. And I think it's important to note that Democrats are solution oriented, have offered comprehensive immigration reform and are willing to compromise and negotiate. But MAGA Republicans don't. I mean, can you describe to our viewers just how MAGA Republicans go about the same way they remove the speaker, attack the Dems, block the ambassadors, block Biden, create the chaos at the border? Blame the Democrats. It's just a the destruction and the harm is a talking point for them. Like like they they treat us all like fools. They're the arsonists, and then say they want to put out the fire. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. Um, let me be clear. Veronica Escobar currently has a bill that we've been trying to move. Obviously, we can't move anything of substance, not with the Republicans being in control. Veronica is also another Texan. Um, she actually serves and lives in a border community um, down in El Paso. And so this is someone who lives and sees this every single day. But let me let me be clear, because I think that most people, number one, don't vote because of foreign policy chops. Um, that's just not one of the things that we do in America. Other places um, such as Israel, they absolutely vote for people based upon how um, how how critically they think about foreign policy and understand it. And so you need to understand foreign policy to better understand immigration. So there's so many layers to this, but one of those things is that we see Republicans continue to promote this idea of scarcity. Well, if you give money to this country, then there's not enough money to go around in our country. Not true. We have to walk and chew gum at the same time. And ultimately we can save ourselves a lot of money. We can save a lot of human lives if we make the investments and we make them in a smart and strategic way. Typically when it comes to foreign aid, only less than 1% of our entire budget goes to foreign aid, less than 1%. But what you need to understand is that what type of person would say, I will risk my life, I will risk the life of my child to get to this other place? It has to be someone who is really facing dire circumstances. And so not only do we need to make sure that the foreign aid is still going around in this world, which absolutely decreases the demand on people coming into our, our country, we've got to make sure that we're making smart trade deals so that we can support and help people to build a middle class, a place in which they can actually um, earn an income and take care of their families. And finally, we have to make sure that those modern day democracies are surviving. And so we have surviving and thriving. So we have to make sure that we're making those investments because when you have a destabilized government, this is what you get. And unfortunately, under the previous administration, who did not understand anything about foreign policy, continually wanted to pal around with Putin as well as Xi, we ended up destabilizing not only the safety of our own country, but the safety and the circumstances of other countries in the world, even our ally countries. This is why we're having to fight over something as basic as Ukraine. We are not 
the party that is pro-Putin, even though that seemingly is who they are on the other side. We are supposed to stand and help those that have self-determination and believe in freedom. But unfortunately, MAGA doesn't believe in freedom. Unfortunately, they don't believe in democracy. And that's why you see the terrible bills as it relates to reproductive rights for women, as it relates to making sure that people have access to the ballot box, and then after they cast their vote, that their votes aren't subverted. And so we've got to start to understand foreign policy. That's the first part of it. Now, the part that we're in right now is the crisis part. We can't go back and, and fix all what's going on at this moment. We need to do both. We need to be working and fixing what's going on in other countries to decrease the demand on people coming to our country. But in addition to that, what do we do now? So you've got people that are coming over. What are you gonna do? Do you really want our cities struggling and saying we're gonna use all of our resources to take care of these migrants or should we be helping out the business communities that are still telling us, hey, we have a labor shortage. We could do something so that now these people can pay into the social security system that we need to figure out how we are going to actually support because we've got the boomers that are coming out. There are smart solutions and we also cannot continue down this road of defund, defund, defund because we're somehow gonna magically balance the budget. If we put some of these people to work, that's more money for social security. That's also more money into our taxes. And that also relieves all of these cities that are struggling right now with trying to house these people. These aren't people that are coming to live off our system. These are people that actually wanna work and create a better lives for themselves and their families. And so it's time to just get down to it and stop trying to say it's an invasion. That is the last point that I'm gonna make about this because it's infuriating to me to say that somebody who literally has risked their life to get here seeking freedom is invading our border. Let me tell you what an invasion looks like. It looks like what we just saw from Hamas. That is what an invasion looks like. And also it's further proof that a wall don't stop nobody who has decided that they are going to come into your country and intending to do bad. And that's the type of conversation, the one that we're having here, that to me, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, whether you claim to be conservative, liberal or progressive, we should have intelligent conversations on the issues where there could be respectful disagreements, but ultimately solution oriented versus you say things like that. Marjorie Taylor Greene whips out a picture of Hunter Biden naked. Right. You have a conversation like that. Paul Gosar posts a meme of him beheading AOC. You have a conversation like that. You have James Comer saying that his whistleblower is, you know, is really super serious. And it turns out it's a spy from China. Like, how do we now? convey this with this current landscape. I mean, look, I've devoted my life to building a media network now to make sure that regardless of what political party you're from, I want to have serious conversations like the one we're having now. But but what do you think that we can do where legacy media wants to both sides it, where you have Fox injecting disinformation like we saw to really get in touch with the American people so that they understand solution-oriented approaches like the ones that you just outlined. You know, Democrats specifically get a terrible rap for being bad communicators. Um, that's all we ever hear is that Democrats are not communicating very well. 
Um, I think that we've got to be more aggressive about our communication because what the Republicans do is they follow the KISS model. Keep it simple, stupid. Right. And they'll lie. They'll they'll do whatever, but they're going to do something very simple. Um, we have to make sure that we are giving out information and we're giving it out not so much in an inundation, but we're giving little bits and pieces as we go along. For instance, um, there's so many people that have no idea that there's been a conflict going on in Israel for a very long time, right? Like now it's like, oh, what, what happens? Wait a minute, what's happening? No one knew, like, and when I say no one, I mean, when we talk about the masses, while the rest of the world is always paying attention to what's going on in the United States, one of the privileges that we get as Americans is that we don't really pay attention. We kind of live our own lives and we focus on ourselves. Um, and so now it's a matter of, all right, let's go back. Let's talk about the conflict. Let's talk about the land. Let's talk about settlements. Let's. It's all these things. You can't give that out to people that are working, trying to figure out how they're going to keep a roof over their head, keep food in their bellies and make sure that their kids get to school. You can't do all of that in one sitting. And so as Democrats, we've got to be consistent and we've got to absolutely make sure that we're giving out information ourselves. We have a budget in our offices. You can use your budget however you want to. I have been very aggressive about communicating with my district so that my district knows exactly what I'm doing so that no one can like disinform them by the time, you know, I don't know, a year or two down the road and they say, well, Jasmine's not done anything. My constituents will be able to say, nope, actually she's done this, 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 and she wants to do this, 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 and this. So I think we've really got to take the message to the people. And that means taking a lot more laser focused, um, intentional conversation where whether it's mail, whether it's radio, whether it's streaming, we've got to make sure that we don't rely on the media to tell our stories for us. We've got to tell our own stories to our own constituents. Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett, thank you so much for joining us here on the Midas Touch Network. Absolutely. All right. We hope you come back and we hope all of you will subscribe right now. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers here. Hit subscribe and uh, have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.